When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of PlayForLifeMoms.com. Let's jump in. Episode 45. Here we go. Have you ever stopped and wondered why you have two ears but only one mouth? My grandfather had eight kids, and I think that each of his kids told their kids this thing. I grew up being told that you have two ears so that things can go in one ear and out the other. But recently, I also ran across another phrase for having two ears and only one mouth. And that's so you can listen double the amount that you speak. Right? Two ears, so you have to listen two times as much and not talk as much. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I have a podcast. I really like to talk, guys. This is hard, and this is what I'm realizing. And it's why I I polled you on Instagram and the topic of listening got quite a few votes. The next ones were about boundaries and reintegrations and my favorite books and you know, the self-help genre. So those topics will be coming soon. But this week, we're going to talk about listening and the types of listening that we see people do all the time. Because I think listening is a key form of connection. And you can't do anything. You can't have any sort of relationship. You can't have any sort of influence with someone. You can't have any heart-to-heart bonding without connection. You can't correct anyone. You can't guide anyone without first having connection. And listening is how humans connect. So there are five different levels of listening um, per my research. A lot of the information that I'm going to talk about is pulled from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Kids, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The other book that greatly influenced my listening skills and made me a more curious listener is the book Cultivate by Laura Casey. And she does an amazing job of 
showing you in her stories and her examples about the art of the second question. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's back this train up and talk about the five levels of listening. The first level of listening is pretending. When someone is talking to you, maybe we'll, we'll use our kids as examples, right? So maybe the person talking to you is talking to you about something that you find completely brain numbing, like warrior cats or basketball stats or football stats or, you know, Star Wars Legos. I have no clue, but there's something, right? And so it's pretending. Fake listening is a type of listening that we often see. And you just go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, uh uh-huh, hmm, really? And it can fill the time, and there is a time and a place for it. I mean, we can't, especially if you're a mom, I fully admit that there are times where fake listening, pretending to listen, saves me. It doesn't deeply connect me to my kids, but it does help meet their need, especially when their need might be to say 500 million words in one day. The second type of listening is selective listening, where maybe you perk up when you hear your name, where someone can be like the Charlie Brown teacher, mama, 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 but then they say your name, mom, (laughs) and you perk back up, okay? Um, Selective half listening also reminds me of like when I'm almost half asleep and I'm in that like jerky part of falling asleep that I like jerk myself awake. And that's what selective listening is, is that you're not really there and the person knows it. The third type of listening is defensive listening. And that's a pretty easy one to figure out, right? You're listening so you can actively respond. You're already forming all the words in your head and you're almost getting ready and you probably interrupt them halfway through what they're trying to say so you can get your thought out. You're listening, but you're only listening to respond. That's called defensive listening. It's kind of like you're volleying a volleyball back and forth, back and forth. Um, And sometimes someone spikes it down and you're not getting to the heart of the matter or the emotions. You're just listening to say something back. I think sometimes it's really easy to get trapped into defensive listening with our kids. You Do you have that kid that must say the last word or maybe it's a habit you have? So I I know that at different times of the month, thanks to Kate Northrup and the Do Less book, right? I can be baited in depending on my emotions and my energy cycle with defensive listening, where I just feel like I need to listen and respond that I am already on edge. There's my truth. The fourth type of listening is actually not bad, 
but we can do better, okay? It's active listening. It's listening and you're not interrupting them. You're leaning in, you're giving some body language, but you're also not listening with your full heart. You're not listening in a non-judgmental way, right? Active listening is attentive and amazing. It's a great skill to have. But when we're trying to get to the heart of connection with people in our house, then we want to go to the next level. But active listening is great for like the customer service industry and talking to strangers where you don't necessarily want to get to the deep emotional issues and have a strong heart-to-heart, invisible string bond with this person, okay? So that's what you need to know. With active listening, you're leaning in, you're not interrupting, your phone is put away. I can't believe I haven't mentioned that yet. With all these listening skills, I think the biggest issue nowadays is our iPhones and technology. So when you're actively listening, attentively listening, defensively listening, however you're listening, please make sure you're honoring and showing respect by keeping your phone put away. Everyone just wants to feel safe, seen, soothed, and secure, okay? And you can't feel those things if you're competing with the whole world, because someone is distracted by a phone when you're trying to have them listen to you. The last level of listening is called empathic listening or deep listening. It's when you're listening with compassion. You're listening with an open mind and an open heart. You're listening to really hear the person and you know that you're going to hear feelings. And it's important to remember when feelings are connected to communication that all feelings are just needs, right? Positive feelings show satisfied needs and negative feelings just so frustrated needs. And when you're listening in an emphatic way, you're, you're literally taking off your shoes and putting the other person's shoes on and trading spaces with them. You're not listening to fix anything. You're just listening to give acknowledgement and to hold the space and to have that person feel seen and soothed and safe and secure connected, okay? It is very hard to be an em- empathic uh, listener. I want to say a different word there. That's what it's called, empathic listening, okay? Deep listening. And it's really hard to do it, but that is the place where you know your listening is really making a difference. The person is able to work through things and they might Not most of the time when I'm in this sort of space, I don't really want your feedback. I just want you to listen. I just need you to consider what it's like to be in my shoes. 
And as a parent, this is hard listening. As a parent, as a teacher, I feel like I'm trained to fix problems. But with empathic listening, with deep listening, you're not listening to fix a problem. You're listening to help that human feel, just feel. So if you want to take up the challenge of becoming a better listener, right? I have some tips to wrap up this episode with now that you know the five levels of listening, pretending, selective hearing, defensive listening, attentive, right? Active listening, which is what we hope all customer service representatives are, and then empathic listening, listening for the heart. As the title of this podcast said today, listen with your ear, but hear with your heart. Okay, so while you're listening, you can give brief verbal affirmations, right? Like, I see, I know, sure, thank you. Hmm, I understand. You can also use body language. Lean forward, turn towards the person. Make eye contact, nod. In one of the seven habits books under the fifth habit, which is to seek first to understand, then to be understood, they share that only 7% of communication is done by words. That 53% of communication is that body language. Okay? And 40% is your tone the feeling that you're expressing and how your voice sounds. Another listening tip to move into more attentive listening or empathic listening is when you ask one question and you hear the person's answer, then ask a second question. Maybe something like, tell me more, or I hear you saying X. Am I getting that right? Or tell me about that person. Just be more curious. Water the conversation with questions. Curious questions, genuine questions, not fake questions. The last tip I have is to make space for those feelings, right? Feelings are connected to needs. And sometimes we need to help each other figure out what feelings people are actually feeling. Our world is so busy. So you could help by saying, could you be feeling X because of a need for Y? Or could you be feeling X because you're thinking about whatever Y is? Stephen Covey, right, who wrote the Seven Habits book, has a famous quote that most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen only with the intent to reply. So that's the challenge. This week's self-care is to make space for listening in your important relationships. I'm going to suggest that you listen to your your spouse, your your husband, your lover, or your kids. Um, But start just by sitting on the couch and holding hands and holding that space and seeing what bubbles up. If nothing bubbles up, then come on, throw on a movie, 
watch an old MTV show, something that throws you back to being 17 or 21 or 28 or 35 and newly in love whenever you met. Make that safety net for each other. You're better together. The play activity for this week is to go on a walk with white paper and crayons. Can you guess where this is going? Take the crayons without wrappers on them, right? And the white paper and find interesting, not flat textures and show your kids how to do rubbings. With older kids, you can even send them on a scavenger hunt and you can pre-do it. And then they have to figure out what you made your print from. I really like sewer drains and I really like um, the bottom of different types of shoes and sidewalk textures. If you have fancy driveways with like swirls, leaps, if you have them, it's really endless. Okay. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're going to practice your listening skills this week. And I am just humbled that you're here. If you're looking for a village, an inspiration, a community to help you feel like you can lean into fun and motherhood, don't forget to go check out www.play4lifemoms.com and consider signing up for our monthly text messages. We send about 15 to 16 text messages a month that focus on self-care and pausing to connect and play. Now go have a great day.